This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's good? My name is Chris Stiles. This is Travel Anonymous. Uh, y'all already know what time it is at this point. Um, I think these uh, introductions is getting a little redundant, but... You know, you still got to do them. Um, I'm sitting here in a motherfucking top floor of the Westin right now. I got my guests with me. Um, I think this right here is going to be probably one of my most just impactful episodes just on a whole different scale. You know, this like really might change like the trajectory of like what Trapping Anonymous is and what it's going to mean to everybody else. Because like I told you before, you know, Trapping is just... If you listen to the second episode, I just said trapping was just like anything, any type of hustle. You getting up and you going to work. You you got uh, two kids, single parent, you know what I mean? Or you paying off your student loans and you trying to make sure you're trying to find your way in this world. You know, you trapping. Trapping is basically anything. It's a way of life, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to necessarily be these illegal things or things of that nature. So what's special about this episode is I have a young black entrepreneur you know what i'm saying and i just think this episode is gonna really mess y'all head up you know it's gonna really give y'all a lot of advice it's gonna give y'all a lot of financial literacy it's really gonna give y'all you know just the different tools that um you need when you're talking about being successful as an entrepreneur but also being successful in whatever realm you're living in you know what i'm saying whatever it is you're doing um this is still trapping anonymous my name is chris dales this is the Black Entrepreneur Anonymous live from L.A. We out here. Let's get it. What's good, man? What up? What up, Chris? Um, you know what I'm saying? I Number one, first and foremost, I appreciate you for flying me out here and putting me in this uh, new environment. You know, I never yeah. thought that um, uh, idea that I came up with, you know what I'm saying, chilling on a beach would actually be able to touch over 150,000 people and not just that but just like take me around the country you know what I'm I saying agree. like Yo, just man. being able to you know be able to, to do something that I love to do this journalistic work and um, to have this kind of impact you know I just think it's so special you know I'm grateful to God and I'm grateful to you yes, yes, you know what I'm saying for having me that, out man. here and I'm um, Wanting to be on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. By the way. Thanks for having me on the show. By the way. Yeah, wanting to be on the show and um, yo man, this this is gonna be this is gonna be the shit. <laughs> we gonna just jump. <laughs> we just gonna jump right into it. Talk talk let's to get, me a little let's bit. Get to it, man. Talk to me a little bit. Okay. So you kind of want to know my background, obviously, how I got started. I want to know your childhood. Oh, let's let's go. Okay. Let's go a little bit deeper than that. How did you grow up? So um, obviously, I'm uh, from the inner city. Um, inner city kid growing up, uh, had high aspirations, um, always, you know, looked for, uh, the screen, obviously, um, TV, the media. Oh, so you always wanted to be in like in some kind of form of like entertainment. Correct. Or- yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously my first, uh, uh, introduction to that world was through sports. Right. So, um, you know, average inner city kid. Um, looking for some specific role models or whatever, obviously you would gravitate towards the sports industry to do so, and that's what captivated my attention. So, so when you say you played ball, right? Right, right, like right, how right, right. Good were you in basketball? Like we want to, <laughs> like, like we, did you just like go to the park and play pickup games or like what? Like yeah, yeah. And no, I'm, I'm going to be modest. I mean, um, I was I was one of the top you know players wow. coming into high school. Um, so yeah, I, that's I def- huge. Like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to undermine that success in any capacity. Yeah, like that's. Yeah. That's kind of huge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it definitely, um, for me personally, it was an accomplishment um, given my background and what I came from. Right. 
Um, obviously, I came in a single parent household. Wow. Um, I had a lot of siblings. And um, any relationship with your dad at all? No, or you was no. with your mom. Or yeah, I was. I was. With? I was with my mom. Obviously, okay. the uh, length of the time. Um, but my father was actually incarcerated. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he's he's he he's been incarcerated for over twenty years. Jesus. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I never really got that experience of having, you know, that male role model, that male figure you in your life. Um, it, I, I think I didn't understand it until I got to a certain point in my life. You know what I mean? So 100%, like, man, because I, you know, like growing up in inner city, it's just so common, you know, right. single parent uh, households is, you know, it, it, it's tough, but it's like, it's something that, you know, unfortunately is, it's something that we see all the time. Right. It's normal. It becomes, we become numb to it. Like, it's mm -hmm. funny. A lot of my friends didn't even know that that was the case, that that what they thought you had both parents. Yeah, they thought, yeah they thought everything was fine. And, and, I, and I thank my mom for that because she's definitely made an effort to um, kind of fill that hole. Yeah. But um, yeah, for me personally, I never really experienced not having that father in your life like for me it was it just wasn't this normal yeah <laughs> wow so you sit here you, you're playing you know top city boy you're on one of the best teams in the city right right you know what i mean um you're playing against people that are i'm assuming now nba players right correct um what how the fuck do you stop doing that you know what i mean yeah you probably yeah, thought man. you was maybe overseas or in the league or somewhere like what right right why'd you stop doing it well um you know as you get older you a lot of things start to come into perspective. So for me, I kind of phased out of that life. However, due to my background, my circumstance, and people who were around me at the time, yeah. I was kind of forced in it. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, you got you got friends telling you, yo, if, if you don't play ball or if you don't hoop, you're going to be nobody. You know what I mean? You're not going to mount to anything. So, so for me, like yeah, you kind of felt the pressure. Like, right. damn, I got to really, you know, make something happen. So... But I've always been curious, man. Like, like even when I was, you know, younger, um, you know, I've always been into like science and like technology. And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we was talking earlier about right, uh, right. this, you know, before we uh, got on the podcast. So, so you've always been curious, like, well, well, give me a point <laughs> because we we were talking and you, right, you right. told me about you know a time. Right. I want you to share that because I think that's a very cool Yeah, it's story. funny. Um I was on a date actually. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. This is not normally a conversation a, a guy and oh, a wow. girl would have. <laughs> yeah. But for me, um I looked to the to the stars mm -hmm. and um I said to the lady, young lady, I said um do you know how long it takes for a, for the light coming from the star to come to earth to be received in earth like what who the fuck acts <laughs> yeah, that shit is crazy bro i'm not even gonna lie to you like <laughs> how I, long does it take for the stars light to come to earth so that we can visibly see i got so yeah um and it was just very what was her response like oh she was in awe like she didn't know what to say. She she thought I was crazy. <laughs> like who asked? Right. That like shit? no one normally asks a question like that, especially if you're you know you're young and you know obviously your culture and your hip. You're yeah. not going to ask a question like that. I brought that up because I think that's important to the type of person you are, right? Mm, and it, it, it taps into like your curiosity for mm. just random things. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. the fact that you I'm sitting there, I wonder how long it takes for the life. How long does it take, by the way? Because <laughs> that shit kind of fucked me well, up. Well, nah, man. It, it takes 10 years. But <laughs> this is so, some but smart... Think, but think about this, though. smart nigga. Well, yeah, which is crazy. Let me, let me uh, touch on that topic. So, it literally takes 10 years for a light to come to Earth. So, you, that that's that it, it's actually visible to your eye, right? So, in, in reality, you're really looking into the past, wow. which is crazy. So, it was a really interesting perspective that I had... I don't know if this is corny or not, but like that kind of speaks to like who we are as individuals, right? Our personal light, our personal whatever, right? It, and it just could take time for it yeah. to manifest and it could take time for people to really see you for your talent and how powerful you really are as an individual. You know what I'm saying? It's like we're all stars, right? But it just, the light is just taking time in order to hit other people's eyes. You was already a star. You mm. was a star right then and there when you walking down the street, right? But it just took time for the light to really, other people could see it. Because I feel like you always had it in you. Right, right, right. Yeah, man. Definitely. So what kind of, so what kind of, 
were you like a straight A student? Like, were you like, did, did you like, what was you in like grade school? I was the opposite of a straight A student, right? <laughs> I was, yeah, I was literally the prototypical, you know, like just clown, bad kid. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was a clown. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, yeah. Um, every, I got I got kicked out of elementary school. That's how you know, you know how. Are you serious? Yeah, my mind frame was not there at the time, right? So, Wilding. but I was young. Obviously, I was immature. I had no guidance. Right. Um, but it took me to have those failures to kind of you know, slowly come into my manhood. Right. And obviously that's a reflection of what goes on in life. Um, you kind of have to evolve, you know, and I was young. I didn't have the, the uh, influence, but, you know, in time you develop it and you kind of learn from your experience. Well, yeah, man. So, you know, we as we go through your from your childhood and you getting kicked out of school and, you know what I'm saying, just all of these things that help your makeup to who you are today. Right. At what point did you realize okay, I don't want to work a regular job. That's interesting. Um, I just feel like, you know, you, you're kind of born knowing whether you want to be an entrepreneur or not. I've always been um, very entrepreneurial in anything that I've done. Okay, give so me your first venture. I'll give you, I will give you an example. When, when I went to my first high school, mm-hmm. right, um, I was playing, playing sports, I was playing ball, and uh, a lot of the uh, kids there they liked me so much that this one kid actually had his dad owned a Nextel store, right? So what he did was he would take his Nextel from his dad. Oh, the and, little chirp phones. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Those, those, those little um, speaker phones, right? So he'll take the phone from his dad and he'll give it to me and I will resell it. So I was playing ball, like, and I was still, I still had that entrepreneurial mind frame. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it kind of followed me till today. Yeah. That's that's where it kind of conceived and where I got the uh, entrepreneurial mindset from. So yeah, and you got kicked out of uh, you got kicked out of school, right? Um, how were things at home with, um, with mom? Were, were you and mom on good terms? Yeah, yeah, did your yeah. mom ever be like? Were you? Did you and your mom go, get go at it a lot? Like what right, was right. It? Well, obviously, um, you know, I can talk about my mom's background briefly. Uh, she's she's worked within a uh, specific industry for a few years for a long period of time. So right. she, so I feel like that mindset definitely had a clash. Like her okay. mindset with uh, against mine, of course, definitely clashed at times. So um, I'll give you an example. When when I was in high school, I actually created my first blog site, and uh, I was making eight hundred dollars a week. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, I was making eight hundred dollars a week in passive income. From, Doing what? From my blog site. Well, I basically created a blog site, right, about cars, which is crazy, right? It's, uh-huh. it's kind of weird, like, and it didn't match my personality. So on, <laughs> a, so on the surface, I'm, I'm this person who's cool, who, who hoops, mm-hmm. who plays ball, but in the background, I'm really like, you know, a fake nerd in, the, you, in that regard. You're who you really are. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm really cool, you know what I mean? I'm really curious, and I don't think being a nerd is corny, like, right. I feel like... You know, there's a billionaires right now. You feel me? And the cool dudes are either locked up or broke. So or, like or flexing on the ground, flexing for, and you know what I mean. So me personally, I I kind of always wanted to be somebody who was monetizing everything and making money. So being a nerd was cool to me. But anyway, so I created an app. I mean, not app. That was we gonna move. We gonna get to that in a minute. Okay. But I created a, a blog site. Right. It was making eight hundred dollars a month through Google AdSense. And uh, you know, my mom would come home every day. And she'll see me on the computer. She'll be like, why are you always on the computer? You're either on the computer or you're playing ball. You're not working. You don't have a job. Wow. And she kicked me out. 17. <laughs> Here you are sitting there making $800 a week. $800 a week. From ad revenue. Yeah. And your mother kicks you out because you're on the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why did you just be like, hey, Maha, like, you know what I'm saying? I kind of got this interest in tech. Right. You know what I'm saying? I got this going on. Right. Did it, like, wh- why did you... Yeah, yeah. Not, you know, and, and I try, I've tried explaining that. Yeah. You know, but obviously... Um, she was probably frustrated. Yeah. And, and what I learned is people are visual learners. So okay. a lot of people in this world like to see things in order to get an understanding of it. So if you tell someone you're an entrepreneur... They're like, yeah, whatever. You're preaching to the choir. Everyone's everyone's entrepreneur. entrepreneur. But now you got receipts. You getting features. You doing all this, which I was, which I'm getting. Now people are like, oh, now they now they're following you. Now mm-hmm. they're listening. Now they're tuning in. We've already talked about two things that is business worthy. You know what I'm saying? That you have done. Your mother kicks you out of the house. Like that's freaking crazy. Right. You know what, what? What? When did it become bigger for you? What? 
Yeah, it, it, it became. I know you mentioned the app earlier. Right, what, right. Yeah. So what happened with that? Yeah, yeah, no worries. So yeah, it became big for me when I was in college. Um, so obviously I went to school for, for I went to college for ball, and after a few years, um, I stopped I stopped playing ball. I just you know switched the strategy in that in that sort of sense. Yeah. So um, yeah, I created an app. I created an app site. Um, it was literally based off of uh, me being bored, you know, but I was still curious. Like I wanted what to. What did this app do? So what the app did was it, it, it created, it, it increased hand and eye and eye coordination in the user. A light would rota- rotate around the cylinder and the user had to click on the light. So it's kind of like oh. uh, Cyclone Redemption, you know, okay, arcade yeah. games. That yeah, you yeah when you get tickets and right, shit like that. Right. But so, it's on an iPhone. Yeah, it's on an iPhone. So I basically, um, you know, kind of created the infrastructure for that. How was that app doing for you? It was good. It was good. Um, well, obviously, uh, a week within Inception, I had 5,000 downloads, wow. which was good. And it was crazy because it, it, it kind of helped me. That was the turning point. And that changed my whole trajectory as far as how I approached the market. So when I launched that app, I didn't know I had a, a following or a user base in outside the U.S. So my first 5,000 downloads were in Malaysia, it was in Asia and Europe. Oh shit! Yeah, I only had a few downloads in New York, <laughs> which is crazy, right? Because wow, that's where yeah. I'm from. <laughs> right, 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 right. But um, See, yeah, you are creating because I feel like even like with us creators, like even me on my podcast and things like that. Right. I look at it and I'm looking at the numbers, and after we I see five thousand plays, and I'm like, where the exactly? Fuck, who the fuck is listening to this stuff? You know, I check my analytics and stuff, and I got people hitting me up from Uganda. Right. And I got people hitting me up from India, like, and people hitting me up from France. Like, it's just. So much bigger than where you're at. I agree. I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's so much bigger than where you're at. So for you, you hear you are making this app thinking, okay, I'm about to have New York on fire, and you have Malaysia on exactly. fire. Exactly. Exactly. And that was the goal. So that was the defining moment in uh in in my life. So I'll tell you another interesting story. So right a week after that, which I, I had five thousand downloads, someone reached out to me. This okay. is the craziest part, right? Someone reached out to me and said, I really love what you're doing with this app. I want to feature it on my website. Okay. I responded, sure. Like, I don't care. I don't know who this guy is, what he does. Add to my downloads. Yeah, good. Do your thing. I don't care. Come to find out, uh, a day later, my my total downloads increased by 25,000. What? This app was featured on the largest arcade app review site in the world. What? And this guy reached out to me. I don't know how he got my information. I don't know how he got my email. Are, are, are people paying for your app at this point, or is it free? It was free, but I had in-app purchasing, so yeah, people were paying for it. Oh, yeah. So I was getting so money on the back that's, end. That's all um uh, Kim Kardashian motherfucking right. shit, and you got to buy the shirt. It's a free app, right? But you got to buy the shirt, buy exactly. the shoes, buy the accessories. <laughs> you ten thousand dollars in because yeah, you got yeah. a, a fur mink on. That's and a shit fact. Like that. It's, okay, it's, it's called a sell-up, you know. Okay. <laughs> and okay, I was, I that's it. what I was able to do. Yeah, yeah. So this guy puts you on twenty-five thousand downloads. Now what? So, yeah, right after that, um, I was featured on a, a magazine in my town, in the, in the town that I was in, where I went to school at, obviously, because I was still in college while I, I created this app. And I was featured in a, a news you know, magazine, and I got a lot of press. People got to be looking at you even in school like, yo, this guy's the man. Yeah, it was crazy. It's funny you said that because I was featured on a front page of my school article. And on the back of the page was the basketball team. How ironic is that, right? <laughs> oh, you're killing both markets. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> so that, that was kind of crazy. You're killing both markets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so basically, uh, initial, so after, obviously, I, I launched that, um, which is crazy. One of my friends, his dad happened to work for um, BCG. And he was a, a VP there. and he was BCG? Uh, Boston Consultant Group. So it's okay. like... Pretty pretty big, right? Okay. <laughs> and and he, uh, he was interested in the app, you know, so um, he wanted to purchase it from me. And he asked me for a number. Now, this is my first time being offered something. So my so if someone's asking you for a number, you're like, Shit, like damn, I don't want to go too high. Because then they're not going to be interested. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. And, and I told him 75. So you didn't say like, and this is another thing. And, you know, to... This is not to like say discredit you or anything. No, no, like that. no, no, no worries. When it comes to like even me, like as a, when I'm hosting shit like that, I never know usually what number to give someone. Right. Like you don't, you really don't know how to gauge your value. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So I always realize I'll just be like, so what's your budget? 
Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, how much yeah. are you willing to spend? Or because, you know, and just give them like a bullshit excuse right. to not give in first. Like, I think this like negotiation 101. Like, exactly. you just want to hear their number first. But here you are in college, you know what I'm saying? You're playing ball, you're doing your thing. Yeah. And someone says, how much? Yeah. Yeah. First, you like $75,000. Yeah. That's, that was the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> you could have won 100, I, bro. bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he, what did he say? What did he say? Um, so he said, uh, okay. Straight up. Straight up. He said, okay. Um, what he did was, I didn't even have a, a, a corporation set up. So I'll get, you know, obviously we're going to oh, talk so about this later on. So ask he, who you are. No, he set up a corporation for me. What? Oh, he, that's love. That's crazy, right? And he taught me how to, you know, obviously set up your, your company through via corporation. I, before that, I didn't know what a corporation was. I was just a kid making a cool app. That's it. I didn't know what a C Corp was. So he helped me set that up and he gave me a check. Mm-hmm. And uh, that check was pretty good. <laughs> oh, shit. So At what, that time. What did, so what did he do with the app? Did he just... Well, he, he, he pretty much turned it... Um, and, and this is the thing. This is what I've learned, obviously, by uh, conducting these deals. Um, if someone's giving you, you know, some sort of you know, capital for, or obviously buying something from you, you kind of have to assess what the benefit is on their end. So I felt like, yo, talk to the people. Yeah, yeah, no, no worries. So I felt like if, if he offered 75 to me, I can imagine how much he was going to make on the back end for that. How much it's worth or how much it's worth to him. Right. So, um, so he basically, uh, created an entire system for, um, educating people with, uh, ADHD, uh, attention deficit disorder and uh, Down syndrome, pretty much. And, what? Uh, yeah, yeah. And he tapped. He targeted the medical industry. Oh, shit. <laughs> so he, he thought, turned your app into a fidget. Yes, <laughs> he literally, bro. Like he turned it into something completely different. What? That is. Yeah. You know, um, I, I like to always reference movies and shit like that, but um, that just really <laughs> reminds me of the t- in the, the movie Facebook where they was talking about the guy that started Victoria's Secret, right? And he sold Victoria's Secret for like a million dollars or whatever, <laughs> and like the guy he sold it to, then like, three years later, Victoria's Secret was like this billion dollar company. The guy says, "What the fuck?" and jumps off a bridge and commits suicide. <laughs> but like, it, but I, what you did was you took that and you said lesson learned like yeah you, 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 there's no there's no losses no, Especially, no. Well, you, you get a check for seventy five thousand dollars. you clearly didn't you lose. know you don't lose right but but for, yeah but you, you didn't take that and you didn't say hey i fucked up right blah say, blah i can't do this shit no more no you you took it and you said what's next yeah yeah and for me personally chris like failure is not an option for me like i don't look at failure as i don't look at a loss as failure i don't look at anything in life that I put my best foot forward in as me failing at something. I feel like everything's a learning experience. And what that taught me was a valuable lesson <laughs> of my self-worth. Wow. So, um, yeah, you know, I took that knowledge. I took what I, you know, from my loss from that end, which wasn't a loss, right? Yeah. Um, and I applied it for my next endeavor, and I've been doing it ever since. You have all of these uh, different ventures and... Um different ways that you have made for yourself yes. to generate revenue and like from the apps to like you know even sitting there making a blog site that got money um what the hell do you do now <laughs> and like yo you look like me like right, i'll be right, honest right, with you right. like no, i'm not gassing i know this is anonymous this is uh traveling anonymous this is uh black entrepreneur anonymous but i'm telling you right now this guy got jo- jordan's on <laughs> black skinny jeans like he looked like a, so what is what is it you do now right well i like to call myself a serial entrepreneur right okay um i love creating value for people so Right now, um, I'm actually in the process of, well, I just we just launched like six months ago, and we have 800 users currently right now, wow. uh, producing three grand in revenue, and uh, we're getting a lot of different venture-backed deals. Um, but the company that I started was, uh, it's called Bezel Hub, and what Bezel Hub is, is basically, uh, you know, an Uber or Airbnb for, or rent the runway for jewelry. So it allows people to rent and rent out jewelry uh, okay, for money. I, to interject really quickly. Yeah. I noticed, like, and I... Also known as your bezel hub, I checked the um right the site out and I checked the Instagram out. Right, your face doesn't appear anywhere. No, it's nowhere. So, talk to me a little bit about 
the anonymity about like right. keeping yourself anonymous, like like not having your face. Like, why do you do that? Most people want to like display their face, take the glory, the shine, and you know become like this little celebrity within their brand. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Why do you choose to remain behind the scenes and anonymous? Yeah. Um. Well. Part of that comes from me wanting to let the product speak for itself. Um, I feel like personally, like if if I have a good product and people are liking it and they're interested in it, then um, I can step back. I don't have to be the face of the brand if I don't want to. I can. It, it actually opens the door to having other people become the face of the brand. Um, mm. But ultimately, I, I love operations. I love creating value. And um, I don't even have a, a Instagram for my personal self. Like I don't have a social so you media. You don't have your own account. No, no Twitter. Nothing. No. I am anonymous, as reflective <laughs> no, of this show right now. <laughs> no, you know, and I'm in a world where a lot of people right. say they want to be. They don't want their face shown, and they don't want this. As soon as the cameras come on, they jumping in front. Right. of You know what I mean? Like you, you, you don't even have like a Facebook. Right. Yeah. I'm. I'm fine with that. Um, again, I've I mean, been I've been living a comfortable life, and I haven't had, you know, any sort of um, I guess social media platform. I actually want to speak to that more, just for the right. simple fact that all of that time that I spend on Twitter, all of the time <laughs> that I spend on Instagram, all of the time that I spend on Facebook, this is valuable time that I could probably be putting toward my own exactly. business. Or, but I'm a personality; it's kind of different right, in, yeah. in a sense. But like. How much of a distraction is it? Is it trying to worry about how much likes we can get because we took a trip to Turks and Caicos? Yeah, and, and it's the thing is, it's nothing wrong with social media, right? Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to be the person to say I'm anti-social media. There's nothing wrong with. It. The problem is when people aren't strategically building their brand. Right. So there's people on social media right now, um, you know, and it's it's fine if you if you want to have a page just for your lifestyle or just to express how you, who you are and how you feel. That's one thing. But I feel like a lot of people are doing or, or partaking in social media for the wrong reasons. Mm. Um, you can't have 30,000 followers and you're not monetizing that. Like, it doesn't make any or, sense to or me. You got, or you got uh, $400 in your bank account. Right, exactly. This is why I understand. Y'all sit there and y'all post pictures all day. Y'all talk about how much followers y'all got. Y'all undermine people that don't have as much followers. And you know what I'm saying? You can't even you can't even afford to take a trip. You can't even afford to invest in yourself. You can't even afford to build a brand. And this is to speaking to people that have their own platforms. What are you using your platform for? Mm. How are you generating something to monetize or build a brand or build something that's going to last longer than, you know what I'm saying, a picture? You're only as hot as your last Instagram post anyway. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You, you, once you post one picture, it's That's all about, all right, what's the next picture? And, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. if, if it could get as much likes, and it's just so fucking fickle. You know what I mean? I so agree. like, Well, we live in a fast-paced society, man. And um, obviously, people are, are, are needing constant feed. They're needing constant content. Right. And, uh, constantly. And constantly. It's, 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 and it's it work. Stop. Yeah, and it's work. Every so day. I'd rather dedicate that same amount of time towards building value, real value in this world, yeah. then, um, then do that. And I'm not saying this as a shot or, you know, yeah. to to undermine what other people are doing. That has nothing to do with me. I'm just saying for me personally, yeah. um, I feel like focusing on my brand and focusing on creating value for everyone is more valuable to me than actually building a platform for myself. So you got world. Bezel Hub. Right. You, you, you're the Uber of fucking luxury watches. Right. How is that working for you? It's it's doing it's going well. It's going well. Obviously, um, we've launched uh, eight months ago, so uh, we have we have you know decent growth, it's okay. normal growth um, rate, pretty okay. much. Um, we've gotten interest and in offers from different um, incubators. Okay, uh, incubators are you know pretty much organizations that fund new startups. Yeah, you gotta talk to us like we yeah, young. Yeah, like yeah. we don't know okay. what all of this shit is. <laughs> like you really gotta for dummies. Like you know, right, what I mean? right. Like, I yeah, yeah. You. No, no worries. So we've been getting a lot of. Um, offers for capital like mm -hmm. money people wanting to invest in our company mm -hmm. and uh, i have a small team yeah which is crazy i have three guys yeah 
Um, I'm looking for women. So, <laughs> hey man, listen, um, yeah. this is this is Trapping Anonymous. This is Black Entrepreneur Anonymous. If I could connect anybody with my man right here, trust me. You know, y'all know how to email me, DM me, hit me up. I will connect you if you're looking to intern, if you're looking to work. You know what I'm saying? If you're just looking to have a conversation, this is a, this guy has a lot of insight for you. He has a lot of knowledge about the game, and you just if you just want to learn and financial literacy trust me like this is the guy you want to talk to so i'll definitely be able to uh connect you guys if you have any uh questions personally for him and you know i could definitely um be that uh don't forget quick plug uh june 20th traveling anonymous live sobs we live baby we going live get your tickets at sobs.com now when i'm i'm sitting here i'm talking to you i need to know okay because uh, on a on the last episode, um, I spoke about uh, someone who ran into a lot of money and, you know, unfortunately didn't know what to do with the money. So, right. you know, they, you know, lost a lot of it or lost all of it, essentially. But a lot of people say, oh, man, if I had a hundred thousand dollars, I'd be a millionaire. It's like, no, the fuck you wouldn't. What, right. would you, what would you do with it? Right. So you sold your first app for seventy five grand. Right. Right. What the fuck did you do? What was the first thing you did with your money? Real People est- want to know. Real estate. Real estate. The first thing I did, I bought a, a cash flow producing property. It, I did it for $10,000. I put 10000 down into a unit. My credit score is pretty good, but, you know, <laughs> that's here, no there. But no, I, that, no, that's important, too. Talk to, you got to okay. build your credit. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. build your credit. Building, People say they yeah, fuck the credit yeah, and, and your credit score, this, that, and the third. It's important. It's very important. And um, what, it, is your, what does your credit score allow you to do? Your credit score allows you to take on finance uh, or debt, pretty much. That, that It's good debt. So you can finance anything, pretty much. So for me personally, I did it with real estate. So um, I was able to buy a unit. I was able to leverage $100,000 of a property, of an asset, with only $10,000 of my personal capital. So that's what having good credit does. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the real thing with uh, real estate. Real estate is extremely... Uh, management and and finance intensive. It's 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 very uh, uh, um, I would say complex in that regard. So okay. what you have to understand is to buy the you have to understand how to buy the right real estate. So I don't I'm not a fan of speculation. Like I'll give you an example. You buy something for a dollar, you sell it at two dollars. You buy something two dollars, you sell it at three. That's what's going on in this market right now. Mm-hmm. What I do, I invest for cash flow. So I'll get a property. Put ten thousand down. It pays me three hundred dollars a month. Everybody's like, "Oh, three hundred dollars, three hundred dollars a month." Okay. So for the average person, they're like, "Why would I put ten thousand down and get three hundred dollars a month back?" Well, there's this thing called refinancing. You can refinance that um, money that you put down, Mm -hmm. and you get that ten thousand dollars that you initially invested back, and now. Maybe the mortgage will go up or whatever, but you have someone. Yeah, doesn't you, that increase your mortgage? Yeah, you have a tenant paying it down. Number one and number two, um, it goes down to two hundred. Now you have two hundred dollars for an asset that you bought with nothing because you took your ten thousand broke even for right. a refund. So, so that's called an infinite return. So um, every time you're getting money now, this is oh my god! Exactly. So it. it's it's real. It's it's yo. Very- help me, yo. I wanna I wanna like you know what I mean. <laughs> See, it, <laughs> I wanna start doing my own shit, right, man. Right, you right, gotta right. Sit, sit with me, man. Yeah, I gotta yeah, yeah. This and, shit out and, too. and I'm see to me personally, it's easy because I've done it. But anyone can learn how to do this. Like right. literally, it takes it just takes you to take the time out to actually get started in doing it. I feel like that's the 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 major barrier that plagues our our um. You know, our society demographic, and our society culture, and know? our culture. Yeah. Talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people, they wanted they wanted me to bring somebody on here that okay. was financially literate that could actually teach them something about what to do with their money yeah. when they get their money. To also, save your money. And when you get it, like, what? where do I put this stuff right. so we can grow so it's not just sitting in a bank? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, okay. th- all of this information is, is very, very valuable. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. And ultimately, it's about, it's about uh, a mindset. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of talk into the psyche. We uh, we a lot of times allow fear to control everything that we do. A hundred and ten percent. You know what I mean? So my approach, obviously, it's totally different from uh, someone else's approach. But my approach is, listen, if I die tomorrow, mm-hmm. does fear matter? <laughs> mm. did, did fear yesterday matter because I'm going tomorrow? Right. Anything that I do, if I'm not dead, I can recover from. That's my philosophy. So 
my approach to things is not volatile. I take calculated risk, yeah. but at the same time, I'm taking a risk. I understand, I understand that I'm building um, wealth for not just me, but for people who, you know, I leave behind. And that's kind of my philosophy. And that's what um, kind of propels me to, you know, you know, seek financial education and try to empower myself financially. Briefly talk to me about being black and mm-hmm. being in your field, being an entrepreneur, being black and, mm-hmm. and having to sit in front of all of these people that may not traditionally look like you. Yeah. You know, I feel like in America, any non-white, you know, is going to have like their struggles. And what is it like being black yeah. or being and being an entrepreneur and having to go to these conferences, these yeah. meetings, or just the jargon, the way you have to talk, the way you have to appear, like talk to us it's it's that. fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, give us give us a, like what what you have to understand. Obviously, um, beyond the facts, I'll I'll state the facts. Obviously, less than one percent of of engineers in Silicon Valley are minorities, are uh, black. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a recent article that was released from I, I'm not going to disclose the uh, right. the uh, company, but they mentioned that they're they're not lowering their standards by they're not going to lower their standards by hiring minorities. Mm. So it shows the the the, the philosophy and, and where we're still at, you know, as far as our mentality and how we view people. Mm. Um, but I would say beyond that, um, just understanding, like you said, the jargon, um, mm-hmm. understanding who to talk to, um, what what places or where to go to seek out capital. Mm. Um, those are a lot of So you're looking things. for these investors and things like yeah. that. Like yeah. I'm sure you come up to them and you you try to ask them, they, they probably just shoot you down. Like Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So part of my sales um tactic is to kind of um appeal to well, well, try to find a common connection in in myself and the uh, investor. That's so, important. Yeah, that's very important. Um, Learning how to talk to people. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so for me personally, I would kind of identify something that uh, that I see that you know I can talk to. I can talk about. So if if someone has a nice watch on, I can compliment them on the watch, mm-hmm. and that can get segmented towards my company. Shout out to Bezel Hub. Yes, Bezel sir. Hub. Shout out to Bezel Hub. My man is really <laughs> in here dropping the gems and like really doing his thing about. Have you ever worked a job? I have. I have. I've worked a job and I've been fired from a job. So I understand um, both sides and both angles of it. I can and imagine that you'll never go back. Yeah. Uh-uh. I can't. You know, my again, my approach to a, a job, like I worked in finance after college, um, but my approach was um, that I wanted to be a partner. Mm. And I feel like when you're, you know, I guess it's, it's it's very noble to be an employee, right? But it takes a long time to set, to set yourself free financially doing mm-hmm. that. Um, but beyond that, um, you're not an equity partner. Mm-hmm. You're somebody who is coming in to do their job mm-hmm. to make the company better. And if, mm. if and, and, that, and that don't got nothing to do with you, no. The, no, and I always said, and people ask me like, because I'm I be on I be on a ledge about shit, and I want to do my, like my own thing personally, but um, I always explain it like, yo, you go to work, you give one hundred and ten percent, you gonna get the same check. You give one hundred percent, you gonna get the same check. You give eighty percent, you gonna get the same check. If you're working for yourself and you give eighty percent, you gonna get eighty percent back. I agree. I agree. But, if you give 110%, you're going to get 110% back. And I think that is so important. And even when you speak to equity, we was um, well, we was out um, in, uh, where were we? We was in New Orleans. New Orleans yeah. And we spoke to uh, Omar from Beats. And he was just telling us, I mean, this guy, brilliant dude. And he was just talking to us. He was like, yo, they can't pay me no more. Hmm. He said, they can't cut me a check no more. Now when we walking into these offices, we want equity. equity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We want to know how can we get a piece of what you have. Right. You know what I'm saying? It ain't about this quick, oh, okay, give me, give me uh they they offered Mark Zuckerberg, Google offered Mark Zuckerberg a billion dollars. Yep. He said no. Yep. And look what down. he's worth now. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's very, very important that you said, you know what I'm saying, you was all, always looking. And it's nothing wrong with working a job. I nothing honestly wrong with that. I just want to pr- preach entrepreneurship more to and, my community. And, and let me get into that as well, because you can be an entrepreneur as well. Um, well. Describe to us what that is. So entrepreneur is someone who excels in a corporate space. 
So you kind of have an entrepreneurial mindset, but you're inside a, co- a corporation. So you can still be that, but you also have to understand that you have to set yourself financially free outside of work. You have to you have to set yourself up like that. Um, multiple streams of income. Multiple streams of income. So they said the average millionaire has seven streams of income. I, I agree. Reading that, and it's and and that's true. It's, it's very true. Um, but yeah, yeah, I definitely think you need. Where to do, do you that. see yourself going? Next, where do you see Bezel Hub? Where do you see this taking you? Or ideally, where do you want this to take you? Um, so right now, I see my company uh, having a strong exit. Um, an exit meaning an IPO. Um, what are you talking about? Okay. You to- <laughs> okay. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We I'm don't sorry. know, bro. All right. So an IPO is an initial public offering. Let me get. Let me let me dive deeper. Okay. I want to print my own money. I want to be able to say, listen, if you guys want to invest in my company, you have to pay me a specific amount. I want to take that amount, pay what I invested into the company, and everything I get thereafter is 100% free return. So that's what I'm looking for, ultimately. (laughs) And that comes with... Yo, a strong exit. You being acquired that's by how a company. You gotta think now, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and a lot of people don't even understand how money works. They right. Don't even understand what system we live or, in, or, or what currency. Like we spent. Talk to us a little yeah, bit about yeah, yeah. the, the yeah. currency money talk that we had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, see, here's the thing, right? Um, we live in a debt-based society, so that means uh, I'll I'll get to the history. In 1971, um, President Nixon took us off the the gold standard. The dollar was backed by gold, meaning that if you took in your dollar, you can receive gold, which is real money. But after 71, uh, money became 100% fiat, meaning it's debt-based, meaning that they can print to oblivion. So what that, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I wasn't even born in 71. Were you born in 71? No, 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 I, no. I wasn't born in 71. Was, was not here. So, so it's crazy because we were we didn't even know the game we were in when we were born. <laughs> mm. So how are we supposed to educate ourselves on something that we don't know that we don't know? You understand? Like, oh so, shit! You so, fucking my head up, bro. <laughs> fucking my head up. Nah, go ahead. So, um, so basically, the, so they the, could basically just print whatever. The, and I think that's why that the whole inflation thing happens, yeah, and yeah. the dollar amount exactly. goes down, it goes up. It's exactly. just always and asset prices always go up. So you see, you know. You think someone sold a home for a million dollars, but in reality, you know, if you factor in inflation and stuff, they didn't make a return. So that's why I invest in cash flow producing properties. So I'll give an example. I'll go to Delaware. I'll go to Vegas. I'll go to North Carolina. Um, I would purchase a property at $100,000 and the mortgage is $300. Now, the going rent in that area is $800. You get that um, unit rented out. And you get a, uh, a profit of 500 bucks. Mm. So that's the game I play. I play a cash flow game. I don't play speculation. When you got into this business, yeah, were you working somewhere? Or were you already just working for yourself? Um, you talking about Bezel Hub? Yeah. Yeah, I was working for myself. Okay. So was there ever a point where you was working a job yeah. and things were booming on your personal venture side. That's interesting. Where you had to quit or was it always you weren't working and you was always doing your own thing? So, yeah. um, All right. I can kind of, uh, you know, focus on that. Right. So when I was working with a company, I saved up every single penny I could. Mm. So, you know, after um, expenses, after paying, you know, rent or whatever, utilities, et cetera, um, what was left over was pure like you know profit for me so i would i would save like i would i wouldn't do anything so you you know for a year straight i didn't do anything literally like it's crazy because you kind of have to have a high eq which is emotional intelligence and uh, um i guess having high emotional intelligence means that you understand the process of delayed gratification so for me personally i understood the 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 bigger cause in the long term so and we live in a society where it got to be like instant this. gratification yeah, yo, everything on demand i need my food yeah. right now like yeah yeah so so for me i kind of um had a very uh poised um kind of approach to how i moved as far as getting money okay you know what i mean so so you was working this job you was doing this for a year you uh 
you sat on that money. You saved up yeah. every dime that and you I, could. And I got let go from that job. And they fired you. Yeah. See, you didn't have to make the decision. No, they did it for me. <laughs> <laughs> you was you was you was forced into the jungle. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because right. I know, like myself, this is a lot of people like myself. They're working a job and they go into their job every day. It's not that they hate their job. They may hate their job. They may love their job. Whatever the case may be, they're scared to take that leap. Right? right. They are scared to say exactly. Fuck this. I'm going to follow my dreams. Exactly. They're scared to say, I can't do this anymore. I need to focus on something that I love, my passion, how to monetize it, get my money, and really become successful in what I want to do. Exactly. You, on the other hand, you was kind of forced. Yes. Yes. Into this situation. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So talk to us a little bit briefly about that transition for you, saying, okay, I went from having a job, having somewhere to get this constant income to... Now I don't have nothing and I have to create capital for myself. Yeah. So I'll put it into perspective. It was the equivalent of taking the trip to Mecca for Muhammad Ali. <laughs> oh, yeah, for Malcolm X. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, like it was a very strenuous. Um, but because um, that's what I want people to know that yeah, it's not easy. It's no, not it's gonna not. Be, it was not. It's easy not going to be all. this breezy process. No, you no. got to go through the jungle. And a lot of it is, is psychological. So you're dealing with people saying, oh, so what do you do? And you have to tell them, oh, I'm unemployed. And you have to deal with what comes with that. Mm -hmm. Me personally, I never. Or telling them that yeah, you're a rapper. Right. You're <laughs> I'm an aspiring. You know, my, my mixtape about something. to drop. Trust me, it's going to change the world. No shots. I'm just fucking with y'all. No, nah, but yeah, like you're an aspiring something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So people. people that like, was my whole thing. I wanted to be a rapper. My word? Okay. But I, I could not. Look somebody in the eyes <laughs> when they ask me, what do you do? And I'm telling them I rap. Like, I, I can't expect no woman to take me serious, mm. right? Mm. Or anyone for mm. that regard. You know what I'm mm. saying? But, yeah, no, I'm sorry. But, but, but no, nah, that's real. That's real. And and for me personally, um, that's that's what I feel handicaps us. We 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 become slaves to, to public perception, as Kanye West would say. Right. And, and, and we don't understand that, yo... You're responsible for your life. Mm -hmm. No one else is. Everyone else is going to have an opinion of how you should do things. But ultimately, you know where you need to go. You need to follow that inner compass that you feel that's, that's inherent in you and that's God sent. And, you know, whatever faith you believe in, um, you got to have a strong belief yeah. in yourself and uh, of a higher power, per period. What's, so. what's the best part of all this? Oh, everything comes around full circle. And guess what? You, you're you're going to be fine. You're going to be okay in the long run. Yeah. It's going to work out. But I'm talking about for you personally. Oh, for me. What has been the best part of all this? Freedom. Um, the ability to to say, I want to move to L.A. and just do it. And just get up and go. <laughs> and just get up and go. Like, I've lived in, you know, Marina Del Rey at 23 years old. Wow. You know, like. I've been doing this for a while now. Yo, listen, he ain't bullshitting, yeah. man. He flew me out here, man. He ain't bullshitting. We sitting up in, the, in, the, in the hotel right now. Like, you you ain't bullshitting. Like, this nah, is real, yo. Nah. Yeah, you know how Kanye be like the Benz Marina Del Rey coasting? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I funny because I'm, I was really living that life. Like, yeah. really living that life. And it's funny. And I didn't have to look over my shoulder. Mm. And it's funny. I can kind of go back to um, the whole notion of trapping and being anonymous. Like, we kind of, I guess, look at it as a, a negative, but trapping can mean anything. That's a anything fact. you do that you put your all in that's and that fact. you're hustling for and you see the end result in mind, that's trapping. Mm. You feel me? So for me personally, I was always in the trap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's how we grew up. And yeah, that's a fact. And I've always been grinding. Yeah. And I've always been anonymous, which is kind of ironic. <laughs> <It's> so, <laughs> that's why I feel like this is so perfect. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. you got so many business owners. But, but also, I also like to look at it like, what the fuck does the lady that owns Popeye's chip chicken look like? No one knows. No one. What knows. does the person that owns KFC look like? Do you guys know who David Tepper is? No one knows who he is. But this guy just made seven hundred million dollars last year, and we look at you know, and and it's no shot. And I love you know these artists and whatever, but we look at these artists and we see their net worth being eight hundred million. And we put them on a pedestal. Put, yeah, and they're like the epitome of our culture know, as far as success. Yeah, and these guys made that in one year. Imagine how much their net worth is. 
Mm. And this is stuff that they're That's not advertising. It's a bad year for them. This guy was mad because he, it, it was, uh, I believe, $500 million off of what he normally makes. Wow. So this is crazy because, you know, the media and whatever glorifies the success of, of our, you know, of people who we look up to. Right. But there's people who are anonymous. The, the, the hip-hop Forbes list. Yeah. And there are people who are anonymous who... Who are making extremely uh, like high amounts of money? You know that's why I admire you, man. I really mm. do, cause you know you, I appreciate you, that you're not sitting here looking for the glory. You know what I'm saying? You you, you do got a nice BMW, but I'm not gonna talk about that. <laughs> yeah, but like, no, oh, you, you you're not sitting here looking to be praised on you know a bunch of million. Have your face plastered everywhere. You know what I'm saying? You, you're literally getting to the work. You're literally getting to the grind. You're getting to the hustle. Like you've, you've yeah, even man. taught yourself how to code. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even point to that. Yeah, I taught myself how to do front end development. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, most people I can't sit in front of a computer and try <laughs> to sit there and focus unless it's on Twitter, which is horrible. But it's funny. Everything that I'm that I'm doing right now came from trial and error and the ability to be curious. So this goes back to you know childhood. Yeah, childhood. Like I've always had that curiosity. Of of what what is next? What's out there? You know yeah. the unknown. Yeah, and that's followed me to today. So there are a lot of traits in all of us that we don't even know that are inherent in us that we need to identify because that's your genius, that's your gift, and that's what's going to take you to the top. Any regrets in any of this? All of this? Any 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 regrets or anything you would have done differently? Looking back in retrospect, you know hindsight is twenty twenty. Man, I'd have started earlier. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, yeah. Are we gonna disclose your age, or you don't want to? It's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. How old is he? Twenty-seven. I just turned twenty-seven this year. Wow. Yeah, and that's very young to have your own company <laughs> and be living out here in glorious LA. Black entrepreneur, anonymous. Yes, I'm so proud of us, man. Yes, sir. I am too. Real talk. I'm so proud of us, man. I'm so proud of this episode. I'm so proud that we got to sit here and kick it and hopefully we can educate so many different people on this platform. You know, Trapping Anonymous has uh, so many listeners and I thank God for that and I just hope that, you know what I'm saying, y'all keep supporting me uh, y'all want to reach out to me y'all want any more information like I said I'm open to uh, share contacts with you and you know we're going to treat this like one big family I'm not going to you know close anybody out of that shit you know what I'm saying uh, do remember live show June 20th Traveling Anonymous we inside of SOBs yes sir I appreciate everybody I appreciate you for coming here chopping Thank it you, up man. with me appreciate man. it anything else you want to leave like uh, plug bezelhub.com make sure you log on bezelhub.com um, yeah, if you have a watch you want to list, feel free to you list it. You heard the story. Now it's time to really look at what this man does. I'm telling you, you're going to be fascinated. Yes, um, sir. Because I, I was taken away uh, by it as well. So bezelhub.com, bezelhub on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Google that. Check that out. See what my man is about. This is Trapping Anonymous, Black Entrepreneur Anonymous. Let's get it. This episode of Trapping Anonymous is engineered by Bunshania Lunsford. Lunsford. <laughs>